scripture reading for today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. You may stand for the reading of God's word, if you're able. Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. And I'll be reading from the King's English Version. Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his stars arose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? Bethlehem of Judea, they said, for this is what the prophets wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you, who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me, so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. May God add a blessing to the reading, the hearing, and the doing of his word.
season and it's oh come all ye faithful it's in the hymnals 199 let's sing it if we could let's all stand kind of loosen up a little bit it's hymnal 199 oh come all ye faithful all right
may be seated. This morning, what I want to talk about is the gift. The gift. Today is Christmas. And we celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ's birthday. This morning, your kids or grandkids, or maybe even yourself, you woke up early with joy and excitement to open gifts. You know, the word gift is mentioned, mentioned about 59 times in the King James Version of the Bible. 59 times. The meaning of the word gift in the context I would like to use is this. It's something voluntarily transferred or given by one person to another without expecting to receive something of at least equal value in return. Did you get that? <laughs> so it's voluntarily given to a person without expecting to receive something else of equal value in return. I have Kyle read to you Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. So let's, let's reread that from the New Living Translation. We'll read it again. It says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. So he called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. He's quoting Micah 5 and 2. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and rare. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Father God, we come thanking you, Lord, for this day that you have made. Heavenly Father, it's the time where we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we just thank you, Heavenly Father, for everyone that has gathered here this fine, cold morning, Heavenly Father. Father, we ask you to please bless each and every family, Heavenly Father, that is here. Bless all the ones that's live streaming, Heavenly Father. Bless all of our members that's maybe traveling 
near and far, Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we recognize that you are the reason for this season, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the ultimate sacrifice that you made for us, Heavenly Father. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. Lord, help teach this word now, Heavenly Father. Remove me out of the way, Heavenly Father, and say what you have to say through me, Heavenly Father. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. So the gift, and like I said, it's something that's voluntarily transferring a gift from one person to another without expecting to receive anything in return. Some gifts are big, some are small. Some gifts you want, some you don't want. Some gifts are nice, some are not so nice. Some gifts you can use, some gifts you may not be able to use. Some gifts are old, some are new. Some gifts you really, really love, some gifts you just like. Some gifts are giving out of love, some are not. Some gifts are expensive, some are not. Some gifts come in bags, like I have here. Some do not. So gifts come in all kinds of ways. And it's up to the recipient to determine whether they like the gift or do not like the gift. You know, a gift was given to us. And this gift came down 42 Generations. Yeah, in Matthew 1 and 17, it says all those names, it's a genealogy in Matthew chapter 1, include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to, to the Babylonian exile, and 14 from the Babylonian exile to Messiah. 14 times 3 is 22. The gift was conceived by the Holy Spirit through a virgin named Mary. The gift. The gift's name is Jesus, who is the Savior. Although you have received gifts, the gift that we are focusing on this morning is the gift of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that God has given us. In Matthew 1 and 21, it said, And she, Mary, will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. This gift is the Messiah. Now, Luke 2 and 11 says the Savior. Yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. This gift took on human and dwelt among us. John 1 and 14 says, So the Word became human flesh and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. The gift is to be worshipped. You know, Gifts or presents should not be worshipped. 
But this gift, the Savior, is to be worshipped. Matthew 2 and 2 and verse 11 says, He says, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? He said, We saw his stars and rose, and we have come. The wise men said, We have come to worship him, the gift. Matthew 2 and 11 says, The wise men entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. So this gift is to be worshiped. But the presents or the gifts that you receive on Christmas are not to be washed. Only the Savior, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is the gift that is supposed to be washed. The gift is called the Son of the Most High and the Son of God. In Luke 1 and 32 it says, He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David. This gift is the son of the Most High. So this is not an ordinary gift that we're talking about. It says that he is the son of God. This gift hmm, is called Wonderful Counselor. How many of you need some counseling sometimes? Yes, we all need some counseling from somebody sometimes, whether it's mother that needs to counsel me, or father, or brother, or sister, or the pastor. We all need some counseling sometimes. And this gift, I understand, is a wonderful counselor. He will not look down on you because of what you're going through. This gift is the mighty God. He's the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. You know, during Christmas time, some of us may need some peace in our house. You've been busy going to and fro all week, trying to prepare for this special day we call Christmas. We are happy to see it come, and we are happy to see it go. Because he says, man, it's just all the things I got to do to prepare for Christmas. All the stores you, you go to, all the cooking and trimmings that you do to prepare. All the family members that may be coming into town to, to visit with you, or you may be going out of town to, to visit with them. There's a lot of chaos. We're looking at the news. We're seeing all the flights that were canceled and delayed because of the storm. Seeing all the people angry because they are stranded at the airport and can't get home to their loved ones during this time. But this gift is the Prince of Peace. Sometimes you just need to sit down and be quiet. From all the hustle and the bustle that you have going on in the month of December leading up to Christmas, you just need to have some peace so you can calm down and, and focus on the, the real gift. You know, this gift... Is the visible image of the invisible God. The gift existed before creation, for the creation of the world, and this gift holds all creation together. Did you hear what I said? I said this gift is the visible image of the invisible God. I know, because a lot of us always 
he asked that question. He said, I wonder how would God be? I wonder what would God look like? How would he act? And the Colossian writer in Colossians 15 said he is the visible image of the invisible God. This gift existed before anything was created. You follow me? So that just to get it straight, Jesus has always existed. But this time, on December 25th, is when we celebrate him being manifested to the world in human form. Now, we don't know the exact date of Jesus' birth. Was it December 25th? We don't really know <laughs> the exact date. But this is the time that we have set aside December 25th to celebrate his birth. So this gift has always existed. He's always been here. He holds creation together. Uh, Y'all ain't got to get me. It says he holds creation together. The air you breathe, you follow me. I know we take it for granted that I can breathe, but you know there are some people right now due to COVID that really can't breathe. The lungs are all clogged up. There's children in, in the hospital that I price to be. Flu is spreading in, around, going crazy. So there are some people now who wish that they can breathe on their own without a breathing apparatus. Or y'all ain't feeling it. Y'all still sleeping. You're, you're still ready to go home and get ready to eat your turkey and your ham. You're not really with me this morning. Understand here that. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is the gift that keeps on giving. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, Jesus Christ is a special gift. The Bible says in verse 16 of Colossians, For through him, as Jesus, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we cannot see, such as thrones, kingdom, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. You were created for him. You follow me? So this gift is so special that he created me for him. You know, the Bible said, if my mother and father forsake me, then God will take me up. That's a special gift that loves me and will take care of me even if my mother and father will not or cannot. This gift holds it all together because he existed before everything. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the what? Word. And the word was who? God. All things was made by him. You know, so many times during this season, as you're opening our gifts, as we're preparing to eat our meal together as a family, let us keep in mind the gift. The gift that loves us in spite of. This gift is above all the angels. Not only is above the angels, the angels worship Hebrews 1 and 4 says, this shows that the Son is far greater than the angels, just as 
the name God gave him is greater than their names. His name is greater than Gabriel, who came to Mary. The son is greater than the angels. Are y'all with me yet? There are people that may think that angels are greater, but they are not greater than the Son of God. Even the angels worship the Savior. Uh, Y'all ain't with me. Hebrews 4 and verse 6 it says, And when he brought his supreme Son into the world, God said, Let all of God's angels worship him. The gift is so great that angels worship him. Surely, if angels worship him, surely you and I should be able to worship him. There's nothing holding you back, there's nothing holding me back from worshiping the gifts. This gift is very special, y'all. This gift is the high priest. You know, in the Old Testament, they had to go to the high priest, right? They would make a sacrifice, and the high priest would go before God. He acted as the mediator between them and God. Well, Jesus is our mediator. He's our go-between man. Between us and God. Jesus, our high priest, and he moves forward 14, it says, so then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. Verse 15 of Hebrews 4 says, this high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. For he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So he understands our weaknesses. So what does that mean? Some of you right now may have just recently lost a loved one. Whether it was a, a mother, a brother, a sister, a niece, a nephew, a cousin, a, a father, a close friend. It says that our high priest understands our weaknesses. He understands what you're dealing with during this time. Because sometimes, you know, during this time in the season when you lost a loved one so close to Christmas, it's hard for a lot of us. You know, I was, you know, I just recently lost one of my uh, many brothers that I have in my family. You know, I come from a family of 15, and I had 11 brothers. And we just lost one of my uh, brothers and my I called my sister-in-law uh, just the other day, you know, to check on and see how she's doing. And, and she says to me, she says, because my brother's name was Ray. She said, you know, it's hard without Ray. And, uh, you know, as she was talking to me about what she was dealing with and what she was going through, you know, I'm, it reminds me that, our gift, our Savior, he understands what we go through. And he understands the pain that you may have. 
he understands that you may not be able to make it to me without crying. He understands that. He understands that you got a place at your table now that is empty. See, he understands all about us. And he knows what we need. So this gift is the only one that can mediate between us. You know, some people don't understand that I have to go through someone to get to the Father. And that someone is the gift called Jesus. It's only through him that I can be reconciled to God. Yes, sir. In Timothy, 1 Timothy 2 and 5, he says, For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity. And that is the man. He is the only one who can reconcile us to have a relationship with God. You know, there's only one name under heaven that can save you. You know that, don't you? And that gift is the man, Christ Jesus. Peter said it best. He says in Acts 4 and 12, there is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. And that only name is Jesus. So during this season, as you open your gifts, during this Christmas day, the best gift you can receive is to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You know, from, from talking to my sister-in-law and, and my, my brothers, as we were gathered together to, to have the homeborn celebration for my uh, brother, it made me really realize that we take life for granted, not realizing that tomorrow is not promised. And since it's not promised, we need to always tell your loved ones you love them. Tell them how much you appreciate them. Tell them how grateful you are that they are in your life right now. Tell them and thank them, whether it's your mom, your dad, your brother, or your sister. Your cousin, your niece or nephew, appreciate them every day of your life. Because the precious gift, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, wants us to love one another unconditionally. He wants to be there for us, to help us get through whatever it is we're going through. This gift just keeps on giving. Romans 10 and 9, it says, If you openly declare 
that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10, Romans 10, it says, For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone. He didn't discriminate. He didn't say just black people, just white people. He says everyone who calls on his name will be saved. And this is how much to give that we have received love. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God didn't send his son into the world to condemn us, but that the world through him might be saved. So, my brothers and sisters, <clears throat> as you are opening your gifts, let us not forget the gift. Amen. Amen. Amen, Amen church. <clears throat> it's time for the tithes and the offering. <clears throat> Let's have a word of prayer for our tithes and offering. Father God, we thank you Lord, for this opportunity to give back some of what you have given us. Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for those who happen to give. Lord, we thank you for those who have a desire to give and they have it not. Lord, for we know that you love a day, cheerful giver. So let us give from your heart. How you have blessed us and prospered us. See the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. Amen. The usher, as the ushers lead us in the offering, you can give online. You can design bcpuria.com or you can give in text. You can also give in person. Ushers, come forward and lead us. Amen. Amen.